0: hello welcome back to year seven year seven of touched by prayer can you believe it has been seven years seven years so okay everybody start sharing 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 because oh my gosh i'm so excited this this is going to be such a fantastic year i'm so excited about everything that's happening i'm just over the moon I'm just over the moon at what God is doing. God is doing some incredible, incredible things. And one of the things that he is doing, guess what he's doing? He is bringing people together. That's right. He is bringing people together. He is connecting people, connecting people from different coasts, from the East Coast to the West Coast. He's connecting people. He's bringing people into your tribe. He's bringing people he's bringing people into your life that are going to make a difference and make an impact. And that is exactly who I have on today's show. That's right. I have Michael Beatty and, and he is, Michael Beatty is an incredible singer and songwriter. You guys might know him as Miguelifornia. He, gosh, he has just been like lighting up stuff and he's just been doing incredible things. And I'm just so excited because I got a chance to actually meet him and and we got to we got to got to share. We got to talk. And I was there with Julie Lavender. And I was there with uh, Andrea Joy, and of course, Uncle Larry for those Periscope people. But if you're not from Periscope and you're new, hey, welcome to Touch by Prayer. If you don't know who I am, my name is Lisa Perna, and I've been uh, interviewing people who have incredible God stories. And I believe that every God story is a good story to share. So if you're, you're catching me on Facebook, if you're catching me on YouTube, if you're catching me on cloud hub, make sure that you say, a, how do you do? Because I'd like to see where you guys are coming in from, but we gonna, we're going to, we're going to talk about something that's so very near, and dear, especially for right now, we are going to talk about patriotism. Yes, I know. It's such a dirty word right now. My gosh, I don't, I don't quite understand why people are having a problem with patriotism, but patriotism is something that Actually, it, it's foundational and it's something that God does, believe it or not, because if you, if you go into the Bible and if you look at the love that people have for Israel, it's a biblical thing. You see, God puts that love of a country inside of people and, and every single person, If you're, if you're from America or if you're from a different country, there's something inside of you that you love the place that you live in that you you cherish the things that you've been taught there there is something that's inside of you that that just resonates with where you are because it says in the bible that that god actually chooses where you're supposed to live so where you live right now that's not an accident that is actually a divine plan it's a there is a divine purpose in it and that's what I'm so excited about because as we're like moving into this um, into 2021, can you believe it's 2021 and we're done <laughs> with 2020? Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. But what what we start to see is that that God has he has a plan and a purpose, and he has a plan and a purpose for every single person. So I'm just waiting for Michael just to to come on just to get ready because. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the things that, that we that we saw together we're gonna we're gonna share some common denominators about um where god has placed him you know especially because he is a worship leader or he was in a church he was a worship leader there there is something that you know we just don't know everybody's story and that's what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna kind of bring down his story we're gonna talk about his story and I actually if I can if I can read it and if you will just give me that that moment um let me just read a little bit about Michael just for you just for those who don't really know him I just wanted to give you just a little bit of a background because I think it's important and so uh where is it oh my goodness I think it's gone <laughs> here it is he was born and raised in Southern California and he grew up playing in youth mass and he actually, he comes from a Catholic background, which is where I came from. Um, and he began in 1984. He started writing worship tunes and leading worship at a large Southern California church. He was eventually, um, he, he left that church and he actually went through five different churches because you know what? Sometimes, sometimes you're not in the right place at the right time, but, but He has played with his best friends and he's actually played with some of the best of the best. I mean, he he has been doing songs about um, our president, uh, President Trump. He's been doing songs about America. He's been helping us to understand what it looks like and what it feels like to be a true Patriot. So I'm just waiting for Michael to um, to get back into his chair. Once he gets back into his chair, um, we will we will get going. We will start this interview. I don't know where the heck he went, <laughs> um, but I'm about to say, "Where are you?" So, um, but I'm so excited because if I can, I'm going to try to play a song for you guys, and I'm going to see if I can actually get it up here. But I want you guys to ask questions. I want you to to see if um, if there's something that is resonating inside of you. I do have it. OK, let's see if we can do this. There he is. OK, we're going to see if I can put it up. But we got Michael in the house. Hi. Hi,
1: Linda.
0: Hi. <laughs> is that your wife?
1: Yeah. But you know, was, hi, everybody. I didn't know. I, I'm watching your screen. I didn't know I was kicked out until you said something. So I Oh, just yeah. Yeah. It, so. I was
0: like, I was waiting. I was like, huh, I okay. I'm glad you said
1: something because I've been sitting here enjoying your show.
0: Oh, show. you're so funny. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank <laughs> you for coming to uh, to Touch by Prayer because oh, this, it's my this honor. is going my to honor. be so much fun. Uh, file video exceeds Matt. Oh, see, it won't let me do it. It won't let me do it. Okay. So maybe you can play it we can see if maybe we can get you to to play your songs. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how things go. But Yes. But let's let's talk. Let's talk. Welcome to Touch by Prayer.
1: <laughs> thank you for having me. I'm honored.
0: Oh my god, you're kicking off my first my first show of 2020. That's a high honor,
1: man. That's a Come high honor. On. I thank you.
0: That is and that's what that's the whole thing is that um that touch by prayer, one of the things that God really talked to me is he said that that touch by prayer is about, it's about people's stories. And so that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about your story. We're going to talk about how, how God took this nice little Catholic boy and and took him and just flipped him upside down and, and took him to some churches and then had him, had him see what religion looks like and then brought him out and brought him into mainstream music and, and, but put this love of country because and you got such a love of country that you you actually caught the attention of, of Michael Flynn
1: yeah yes and yes. they played
0: uh, they played your music I mean um, you've been tweeted by President Donald Trump three times three, yeah, times. three times come on not not many people yeah. get tweeted by him just saying yeah well and it was a good tweet <laughs> it was a good <laughs> tweet it, was, yeah. it wasn't like a bad one
1: no no it was <laughs> there just are people uh, who get
0: bad ones but you got a really good one
1: I started on Twitter just, you know, whatever they call it, S-posting, right? I would catch politicians saying silly things, and then I would post it, and then it would just blow up. So I got a bunch of viral videos, and I did threads on stuff. And it was only recently, last year, I started doing patriotic music. So I went from rock star to, you know, fake rock star. But, you know, hard rock musician playing in bars, and then all of a sudden I started combining God and... uh, and Country
0: there you go, and that's what yeah. we're gonna talk about because because I truly believe that God and country is is something that goes together It's kind of like peanut butter and jelly
1: 100% my wife's like well you got eight. Well at the time I had like 70,000 followers She's like there's your church and the yes. went on I'm like wait a second You got God and you got country and you got yes. something. It's like perfect combination So talk about you know being at the right place. No coincidences. It's like You know, the spirit of mega fell upon me, I guess, for a year. (laughs) But I'll tell you, though, it it was really writing songs about love of country. But the tweets I would get, I saved hundreds of them of just people telling me how my music changed their life. And I'm like, I don't know how to handle that, right? It's just strange. So I I am blessed and honored to have had the time to be on Twitter to to share my songs. And, you know, people love Cindy Powell retweeted, like, all my worship stuff. Come on. Some great stories behind the whole thing. So,
0: and that, and I think that's that's the, the big thing. Um, in it, it, as I started to say when I opened up the store of uh, the, the, the show, excuse me, um, there, there's something that has happened, and it actually is that patriotism is, is something that is frowned upon. People who are, are showing their flags who are showing their support for for a president who are standing up for constitution who are standing up for righteousness and and for honesty who are standing up for freedom we have been ostracized we've been made fun of personally just saying just saying i've 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 had some i've had some hate that uh, very very surprising very very surprising
1: I think it's only going to get worse, too. Yeah, I think so,
0: too. I think so, too. And so that's so that's why I I was like praying and I was like, Lord, who who should do my first show? (laughs) And you
1: And no one answered the call, right? I was the guy that (laughs) answered.
0: You did. You popped into my head and I was like, okay, Lord, so we're gonna talk because I think that one of the things that God has always done, you know, with me especially is some of the people who have come on to touch by prayer, even though it's it's not a huge platform, but but God has been able to bring people in at the right time. Like I had this couple who are missionaries who actually were scheduled months in advance because they were coming to back to America. And I had them scheduled during the Ebola. And then like where Ebola hit was like where wow. they were like stationed. Like right, like right there, you know, when wow. um when Robin Williams um committed suicide that I had, again, this was, this was planned months in advance. I had a comedian who actually came on, who was talking about how sometimes, you know, that there's tears behind the laughter. And he was talking about the the, um, the difficulties that sometimes uh, comedians go through, that they put this facade on, that they're really funny. And so he talked about depression and he talked about all these things. And it was just the day before. So God has this beautiful way of, of orchestrating things because he is a God of time. And so I believe, just like you said, Michael, you are in the right time to be heard, to be seen. And to be sung about. Because I believe, just like your one of your people um, said that your songs changed their life. and I was actually with you in in DC. And we we saw we saw them in California. Yeah, groupies. <laughs> we we saw them. We saw people who were stopping him on the street and like, hey, can we get your autograph? Hey, do you think that we can, hey, can we take a picture? Hey, do you think, you know, they were so excited. They were so excited to see you. So I thought that was a, a super cool thing because you sometimes don't realize the impact that you have.
1: No, it's it's um of all the things that I've done in my life, and there's been a few big things, this, that was a spiritual journey I will never forget. And just people coming up to me and, are you in the California, can I <laughs> give you a hug? And I'm from Alabama and my grandson brought me here. And I'm like, you know, and it just never ended. And it was just, you really see how God moves amongst his people. And to be recognized for something like this, it's not like, oh, I'm great, I wrote this song. It's for the love of country and the love of God. And so I don't think there's a higher calling than that. And so um, what the enemy has turned that day and we'll get into it, into an evil Satan. And it's like, God moved, man. Remember, we talked about it before the night before we sat around and said, it's not so much how early we get to the rally. It's the journey. We pray and walk together and that, you know. Satan wants to flip it. I've never seen something flip so quick. I mean, we've seen it happen in so many things, but by the time we got back to the hotel, we we're terrorists. It was just strange.
0: Well, let's strange. let's just let's talk about that just for a second, okay? okay? Because sure. how many, I don't know, 70-year-old women and men did you see there? 70, 80.
1: It was everybody.
0: Everybody. How many everybody. kids? Did you see kids? Tons. There were
1: tons. That's what the thing I got pictures, they were were picnicking on the grass, eating beef jerky as the terrorism, right? It was, it was a family event across the board.
0: Let's, let's talk about the, the kids, like the teenagers who were climbing up in the trees, who were helping each other up into the trees, who were sitting up there to listen to our president speak.
1: Yeah. It was like, um. And I knew before it was kind of like the MLK March meets Woodstock because yes. people were getting in trees and, yep. and it reminded me when well, I did a one song called um called Rise. And as I was doing research on President Trump, and I and I noticed that only uh JFK had similar crowds. There were videos of people running to see him, and that's reminded me of the MAGA rally. Remember when the doors opened, people were yep. running and then they showed the media and there was just thousands of reporters and old school TV cameras. And it, it just, the connection was, was crazy. And that's how I felt there. It was, it was, uh, God was moving. It was, it was incredible.
0: And that's, that's the thing. Okay. So, so we were there because that song is I was there that day. We're going to get it up before the end of the show. I don't know how we're going to do it, but God's going to make a way where there is no way. But what, what was really interesting is Everybody wanted to hear what he had to say. Nobody was leaving. There was right. nobody leaving. But right. there was something very interesting. And what was really interesting is that <laughs> he has always captivated an audience. He is, he is such a great storyteller. He knows how to engage. He's a showman in so many ways. He understands people and he understands how to keep people's attention. Right. Right. And it was very interesting because as I was watching it, there was a moment and I was like, all right, something's not right. Something's not right. Because he wasn't, he wasn't himself. There was something to where he started to drone. And people were like, huh. Because I truly believe, I truly believe that part of this, as much as it was a a um a setup. To, to bring us into uh, the spotlight. I also think it was a, a setup to open up our eyes, to see things that we weren't seeing before, to understand because there is, um, there's a letter in the alphabet that you and I kind of like. And um, this particular letter has said, sometimes you can't tell them, you must show them. And I truly believe that there was something that was being shown to us because as, as Americans, as patriots, we were looking and we were seeing other patriots and we were seeing a love of country. We were seeing people who were banding together. There were people we were singing songs, which, which I don't know if you you heard me say, but I said that the songs that they played. Are very significant that there is a purpose and a reason for each song that was played. I just felt it in my spirit, and I have since found out that that President Trump actually chose every song that was played.
1: Yeah, I believe that. I mean, even the rallies, but but like you said, something was wrong. Where you know sometimes he's delayed because of weather or flights, but this was literally across the street from the white house Mm -hmm. and he was an hour late. Right. Mm -hmm. And I knew it was because the playlist went through twice. I heard Gloria twice. I heard Sinatra twice. It went, it went through. So we knew right away something, you know, something was going on and why is he delaying? And yeah, he spoke and it kind of went on because you know, this is a guy I've watched every stinking rally. Same. So I knew the cadence. I know how it goes. He seemed to be stalling a little bit. And so, Mm -hmm. Uh, halfway down, when we were marching down, I could hear a flash, but you could hear all kinds of stuff. But um, it was crazy,
0: and was that crazy? was the thing, you know. When when we, you know, because they say, "Oh, he incited this this violence." Well, guess what? It was stinking cold, and my feet were stinking cold, and so I wanted to go back to the hotel and use the bathroom. And get warm. (laughs) So you're
1: you're Jersey and you think it's cold. I'm from California. And it was, it was
0: stinking, it was stinking cold. It was so stinking cold. But so there, so we were a group of people, and what the just so the people understand, the reason that we were all going there was because there was actually a prayer march that was orchestrated. That's why we were going, because we were going to march around the Capitol seven times. Just like they did with Jericho, that's what we yes. were going to do. It was actually written. I still have a copy of what the agenda was, because we were going there to march. We weren't there to go and in, to uh, incite violence. That that that's not who we are. Listen, no. you can't incite violence with a guitar strap to you. I'm just telling people,
1: no. like really. Well, you know, it, at least if there was, if there's a million people there. If we wanted to create violence, it would have been the worst devastation in American history. Absolutely. But we don't. I mean, we're walking past the Smithsonian, the FBI, the DOJ. And we're not like, let's burn this place down. No, it's reverence. (laughs) I've never been. It's like I love my country. I've never been to DC. I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. I know. This is awesome. And then we got there. It was it was a symbolic march to the Capitol. In my video, I don't know how we're going to show it, but I have video footage of people got to the Capitol and then they just started walking away. Some people stayed, but it was just, okay, we're here and we're not sure what we're doing, but we're here together. And when President Trump said, go home, we're like, where do we go, man? We're out of town. This is, the you know, where do we have to go? So it was, it was spiritual on so many levels and we could talk for 17 hours on it, but um, I love to talk about it because the, the, the media wants it to go away. You know, and I'll keep talking about it. And it gets nastier and nastier. I flipped on CNN the other night, which I shouldn't have, but it was just the whole, mm-hmm. you know, they, they literally showed President Trump one little clip, uh, blah, 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 blah. And then they showed a guy a clip from a periscope, a guy way back by the monument going, let's go to the Capitol. And Don Lemon's like, see, they're all terrorists. I'm like, really, dude? That is such a stretch.
0: But see, okay, so let, let's go back to. What you were saying is that when we were marching, we love our country. We were we were in awe. Like there, you can you can actually see those who were true patriots who actually did go like into the Capitol because they were all mesmerized at like the beauty and the grandeur and the historic things that happened, and there was a reverence that we we had for the things of our country, of our founding fathers. there There's something inside, even though it's been filled with a bunch of swamp creatures, there, there still was something from the founding fathers for the history, because that's one of the things about patriots. Patriots love history. We love, we know our history too. We've been researching it. Just, just letting you guys know.
1: Well, and then I think, well, I, when I've gone in, if I was there earlier, but now you see footage of the police going, Come on, man. Come on. I'm there. Like, this is your yeah. building.
0: Because we actually, because we were at the hotel again, cold, hungry. You know, we, we had, Julie was bringing out like food. <laughs> she was like, bring up something. Well, that's so weird. Something just happened to my, uh, that was very weird. Did you just send me another thing? No. no. Oh my gosh, that was very <laughs> bizarre. So, um, hmm, interesting. Um, yeah i I, my computer just moved which is very bizarre so let me just yeah well you know we're we're dealing we're dealing with craziness these days i'm just i'm waiting i'm waiting for the aliens just to show up but anyway so you know we were we were trying to sit we were just trying to um you know to no won't do it it's too long um and we were just trying to to find out and we found out through other people what was going on and we were like what? and we actually it was funny cuz we were walking back and we we heard oh my gosh they broke into the capitol I'm like who broke into the capitol I'm like <laughs> yeah. like what? who? we had no idea. and so we and we start hearing all the cop cars and we started to to hear all the commercial. Well, I was
1: there because you guys went back to the hotel we but did. Jeff and I separated. my brother and I Mark yeah, all the way there, and then yep. Andrea calls me, and I'm like, "You don't want to come down okay. here." And then, I, and then, right when I hung up, I'm like. Oh, I forgot who I'm dealing with. <laughs> <You> guys, <laughs> two seconds later, you guys are down there. I'm like, oh, okay.
0: Well, that, just- and that was the thing. We waited. We waited a little bit until we felt that it was okay. We had some other phone calls of people who were there too. So we were we were talking to we were talking to you, we were talking to somebody else just to make sure that it was safe because we didn't want to put ourselves into a precarious situation that no. that was going to turn violent. Because unfortunately, um uh, without saying names, but there were other organizations that we heard and saw when we got into town. I can attest to it. In fact, I couldn't even park at the parking place because they closed it down because they were concerned about violence erupting from this particular organization that has uh, has um, uh, IFA in it, <laughs> right? So Brandy, I'm just saying Brandy
1: Brandy yeah. Tifa yeah yeah exactly I know who she
0: is. you know right. so so here we are we're we're going through this and we're I'm watching this and I was talking to um I was talking to some people cuz of course you get the phone calls the next day I can't believe I'm like all right calm down there calm down cuz <laughs> people get crazy yeah and I said to them and I and I do mean this I said I truly felt honored that I was a part of it because I got to see history. I got to see the, the the day that America stood up, that with our voices, we sang God bless America. With our voices, we we marched together in unison to pray, right. not not to disrupt or to destroy, but to change something through the way that we knew how, which was through God. Because that was the only way that there was going to be change. Only God can bring about change, and so I believe one of the things that I I also witnessed were how many people who were there who love God. How many conversations, Michael, did you have with people who who talked about God? Hundreds. Yeah.
1: Hundreds. Especially we're standing there in the freezing cold like this, right? And I got my guitar. And I'm like, oh, that wasn't such a good idea. Right. And- There's Miami, there's Hawaii, there's Alaska all around us. And we're just talking about how we love God and Mm -hmm. what do you think he's going to say? or What do you think is good? Where are we at in this in this time in our country? And it was just love of country and concern. And it wasn't a regular Trump like rally. I've shared this on other interviews. It was more of it's a Trump rally, but we have our game face on. Mm -hmm. Right. Why are we Mm -hmm. here? did he call us he called us we came my wife's like you got to go i'm like all right same thing with andrea she's like my husband can't go are you going you know it's like that's what how it started and so um
0: and that was that was the thing because like when she when she asked me are you gonna go i said well if you're gonna go i'll go because i didn't want her to go by herself i said okay i'll go and and it worked out it really just worked out that i could go it was really amazing because i wasn't like usually I wouldn't have been able to go, but just because of everything and the way that it worked out, I was able to go. So everything just kind of worked out. So I knew I was supposed to be there. And then like, and then to be able to find people, because they jammed our phones. We couldn't talk to anybody. Couldn't, couldn't, pictures, couldn't send up no i
1: know they they jammed the internet because the no. day before andrea and my brother and i were walking around i was playing uh-huh. songs and we went to different marches but we saw these huge mobile antennas and we didn't know what they were Where andrea find out like last week that those were antenna jammers there. Uh-huh. so what happened was we got there and i called my friend brendan Billy and I forgot it was three hours difference and he was still on the air from a show he's all dude can you go live and I'm like yeah I'll go live and the the connection was bad so I walked around the fence was already down on the left side I got on the grass but nobody could upload video and so Brendan's like dude right now on CNN they're building the narrative that we're domestic terrorists (laughs) and so nobody on the ground even RSBN couldn't get their uplink to go yeah. so they're jamming it intentionally while they build their narrative and so I couldn't upload stuff till I got back to the hotel but right uh, no shenanigans 101 man they were they were uh, it was planned on so many levels and you know we could have acted really bad and so we didn't. oh because
0: that's not who we are.
1: It's not. But it's see not- when you build a narrative for four years, Trump's gonna get us into wars. Trump hates black people. Trump yep. just right you you continue to feed the sheep with this narrative. Yep. And then you got this. And so there's like that 10% of people go, oh, I always knew Trump. Yeah, those people are like, really? That's 100 million people across the country that you're just writing off? That doesn't work that way. Yep. And so I'm excited to see what's going to happen because uh, the best is yet to come. The
0: best is yet to come. Okay, so I just wanted to let, I wanted just to kind of get those things um out there because I really felt, Oh, there's Brian. Brian was there too. <laughs> yeah. See, now we know. Now people know that the phones were jammed because that was the whole thing. We There was, how could you coordinate if you couldn't talk to anybody? I, I mean, it was funny because I was meeting somebody who flew in from Arizona and she couldn't, she couldn't find me, but we were like, like we would get, Like a little bit, we were able to like get a little text out. Go to the trees, and she's like, "Why are you kidding me? There's so many trees." No, I know.
1: I I had people from New York. I wanted to meet up. There was like Lisa. There was people all over my East Coast Twitter friends that we were going to hook up, but nothing happened because we couldn't connect. Nope, couldn't connect. And the streets were shut down. Right, every restaurant was closed.
0: That's it. So we, we stayed. And the funny thing is because the mayor, and, I, and then we're going to go on to something else. But the mayor of D.C., she actually said that, okay, she was putting, um, she was going to go ahead and she was putting a curfew. So now this is the thing. And I want you to really kind of catch this. So the curfew was at 6 o'clock. So at exactly, like, I would say a quarter to 5, quarter to 5, you see patriots turning around and leaving. They didn't have, they just, they gave one. They said, you guys have to leave now. It's a quarter to five in order with to, And everybody just left. We just, we all started walking. We just, <laughs> that was it. We were just walking. That's it. Nobody stayed. Nobody wanted to stay and, and to fight the curfew. No, we turned around. We left because we respect authority. That's what we do. We're not there to oppose authority, but we are there to stand up for our rights as, as citizens, as taxpayers, who paid for the capital, just saying,
1: who paid oh, for, for the That's our building,
0: who are in yeah. that building. We pay right. their, their big salaries, just saying. Yeah. We pay for them. We 100%. have a right to speak. That was it. And so I believe that that, that is going to go down in history. It's going to be in the history books, Michael. And you're going to have the video, and it's going to be archived somewhere. That's going to say, this is what really happened. This is what really happened.
1: And the exciting part is for me, it's like, we really don't know. Everything hasn't been unfolded. No. Right? Why Mm-mm. we were there. What happened? You, know, you hear the stories about, was it a side up on this side, side up on this side, yeah. Got laptops, what have, who knows? So I, I yeah, yeah I, also, I, I was just. But,
0: I also heard that they jammed our phones because um, there were pipe bombs that were supposed to go off because they wanted to hurt people that was the other thing that was the other reason that there were there was a delay in the in the speech but i just i wanted to kind of get that through because i think a lot of people have been waiting to hear you know what <laughs> what but i now i want to go into into the music because that's really who you are you're the music you're the music man that's what i call you you're the music man and so you're you're writing these beautiful these um want to call them psalms you're writing psalms to america that's what they are they're short they're sweet they're to the point but they're but they're very poignant in their message because it touches something deep inside so when did god start to to bring you into this patriotic spin of, of songwriting
1: um i've always been patriotic i never used my music for that purpose though i mean i i play my friend owns a brewery down here so we play on their uh, old stunt brewery float on the fourth of july my town is like mayberry we mm-hmm. have a, a parade on fourth of july morning and it just it's huge people come from all over so i play patriotic tunes once a year you know playing on the float but this was a, a matter of i don't know how to record i don't know how to shoot video And it started off with just me and my guitar and a little two track and aiming my camera at the, at the video and shooting video and and Twitter gives you two minutes and 20 seconds. So I had to write a song that was, you know, intro verse chorus verse bridge done had to be the story and it ended up being like infomercials for America and God. And so I kind of tapped into the whole Americana where I go on YouTube and find you type in, uh, Independence Day fifth 1950s, and people post their own home right. movies, Christmas, Christmas in the 50s, you know, with a fake white tree and people smoking, open up the presents. It was like yeah. totally flashback. And so you capture that sort of Americana and it tugs on people's hearts. So there was no agenda. The agenda was I'm writing the songs, then putting video together, and I'm weeping like, oh my God, this moves me. And so I think it's going to move other people, and so that's where it started. And then I just started doing two a week. They were just like, you know, President. I did a song for the truckers. He had all the truckers at the White House. I took his speech word for word and wrote a song around it, real bluesy. And I had my buddy Chicago Ray's on Twitter. He did this. He showed a video. This is right during the pandemic start. And he's like, Ah, oh, come on, everybody. I used to see beef. It was just, so it's like, whatever we do, you know, it's like, he said, we will prevail for the pandemic. Well, I wrote a ballad. We will prevail. And I showed people deliver groceries. Because you remember back in March and April, there was, you know, no toilet paper. The world's going to end. Yeah. So that's how it started. And then I just started writing. I kind of, I wrote a, a song for Memorial Day where I used um, old movies and James Woods, who doesn't even follow me, but friday night i posted it for memorial day and he i woke up saturday and he pinned it on his yeah i was at a couple million followers no comment just pinned the thing and so it stayed all weekend so i think i got like four hundred thousand views and so that kind of not put me on the map but got me more out there and then you know i started writing songs for the flints I, I try to put general flint in almost all my videos but it's been a it's been a wild ride and 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 God's at the center of it, you know. It's funny because I, I had a YouTube channel with all my hard rock stuff, and then I had a playlist of all my worship songs from 20, 30 years ago. But now I intermingle them because mm-hmm. when you have God and patriotism, no one's like, oh, that I don't want to hear about that Jesus, or I don't want to hear about that. No, it's all intertwined. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a ministry unto itself where you can talk about God and you can bring the Lord into it, and it's not like I think that way, like, Oh, I have an agenda. Cause I don't, I just write what's in my heart, but it's turned into like this ministry. I like nine 11, I wrote a song um about remembering. Cause it was like the 20 year mm-hmm. and I wrote a song for the families that we still remember you, you know? And, and I have people tweeting me going, you know, my uncle died and stationed da, and thank you for remembering. And I was, like, you can ask my wife i'm just reading these tweets and just weeping because i just write what god kind of tells me to do you know <laughs> but the ripple effect with twitter so what god you know what satan uses twitter oh evil jack dorsey oh god's used it in so many tremendous ways to oh make heck yeah people, as you know so
0: well i and can talk I, for 10 hours well but see that that's what i try to tell people i'm like Go where you're supposed to go, and God's gonna make a way where there is no way. The the think about the people that you have impacted. Like there's a lot of no, like people that that don't have a big following, who don't have a big name, but you touch them. But you also have touched people of great influence. The fact that that General Flynn has like retweeted your music, that they've well, the
1: used your music. Come on now. That's a whole nother story. Well, I, I, my my grandkids will probably once they go back to school, they can, my daughter's like they can never go back to school again because my six year old granddaughter can tell you why General Flynn, uh, what was going on when he was you know uh, pardoned. They know the whole story. They can tell you anything, Grandpa. It's not um, the Chinese people with the fires, It's the Chinese government. She could separate the whole thing. And my daughter's like, what the hell? What is going on? You know and, and so (laughs) when we're talking about that one day on sunday we were talking about general flint and general flint just dms me said do you feel like we're winning yet and he put a little guitar emoji and he's like keep creating And i was like my grandkids were like freaking out i'm like well that's a kind of a cool sunday message like Like, you know you know my parents have encouraged me in my music but it's like general flint's like hey man keep creating and so that, the highlight of my trip as well i know i'm going to keep rambling here but I, the day before i went and played at the supreme court because the Flynn family was speaking not, not the general himself and uh roger stone so me and andrew and, and my brother walk over the, the supreme court's right behind the capitol if you don't know i didn't know so i'm playing and all of a sudden i hear this to the, uh, i go oh it's alex jones all right i'm gonna go over here and play on <laughs> the corner so i got stand on the corner and i play and andrew's over there and it was freezing and um, I'm playing and I start playing. And this guy from, he said he was from the AP for Boise. He was video and he goes, man, this is really good. And I go, oh, thanks. He goes, you know, and I'm playing. And all of a sudden I hear this McGalifornia and I'm like, oh, cool. It's it's Joseph Flynn and his wife, right? And they're like, we love your music, man. You've ministered to our family and they're like hugging me and, and uh, they're taking pictures, you know. I, I'm like andrea who's rolling video they're like oh no we didn't do it so <laughs> but, the, but the ap guys oh i got it bro here i'll say you, Jeff.
0: Jeff uh, he on- like- you
1: know and then and then uh, um the the green beret guy uh robert he's their security i didn't even know who he was and yeah. it was just it was that kind of a thing where i'm like okay you know to see you in real life and and you know, just the Sydney Powell thing. It's like the whole Sydney Powell. I I have a whole bunch of worship tunes, and one time somebody said, "Oh, Sydney needs prayer," and so I started this thing about American prayer, and then I did a whole eleven tweets on, you know, let's pray and da da da. She retweeted all eleven songs. So I'm thinking, in all the chaos when she's filing stuff, if I'm that refuge where she can just hear music and be ministered to, I think of, I think of Saul. Right? It's like the the music just calmed. And so to me, that's bigger than any retweet or any follow. It's like, there's so many little stories I could sit here and tell you uh, for hours about things that just people DM me and, you know, I'll be able to minister to people that are on TV that are kind of like, you know, there's all kinds of great things. So God, the Lord has done great things for us. We shall be glad. Psalm 126. And I stand on that because I'm just a a rebellious guy that, uh, you know, loves God, but i'm that remnant man and so my whole mission is being morphed into um exhorting the saints right because people like oh when trump is elected and what are you going to do after and i'm like well my whole agenda wasn't like maggie it was just god so i've written so many songs i've written like 15 songs since the election my job turned into exhorting the saints right uplifting giving them hope and now it's moved into I'm like I'm gonna write a rebellious tune, and then it turns into a worship tune, right? So, I'm going full circle right now, I think. But I'm open to whatever. So, it's I your show, have- right? I'm I'm, I'm oh, talking. I
0: should, <laughs> I should have you write one for Touch by Prayer. Yeah, I, I do. I want to have a Touch by Prayer song.
1: Sure, I would. I would love to. I've <laughs> written theme songs. My buddy Eric and Bob uh, Eric Matheny, I, I have the music for them, and then uh, Malcolm America Out Loud, He asked me to write some. <laughs> so it's it's cool. I I would love to. I'll write whatever well, you want.
0: Okay. So, so this is the thing. So, so many times people are like, well, yeah, well, I like to write music too, but you know, you, you have to look at one of the things that you said, Michael. And it was like, I didn't start out doing this, but, but it was something inside of me that God started to move my heart that I, I saw a need for a man who was being like railroaded, Michael Flynn, he was being railroaded. And there was something that that rose up inside of you to to show the truth you you're such a truth speaker and uh, yeah. and that's what i believe that people can see that there's a there's a heart there's compassion but what you when you said that god just kind of tells me so if you think about it like the psalms the psalms were for the lord but the psalms were written by the lord through david yeah. for yeah. himself if you really right. really think about it Because
1: God is a God of creation. Yeah, totally. I mean, I took that one speech where uh, General Flynn talked about uh, the digital soldiers and how the the media has done a disservice not only Mm -hmm. to America but especially themselves. And I I cut up clips two minutes and twenty seconds, of course. And then I I I always want to write movie scores, so I wrote this orchestral thing, and I said "fight, patriots, fight!" and and his whole family retweeted. They love that stuff, and it's just. He, it's like iron sharpens iron, man. His patriotism has a ripple effect on me because mm-hmm. I see it and I see it. I pulled up every General Flynn interview and stuff. He spoke at the convention in 2016. Yeah. The, his message is the same, just like Trump's 30 years yeah. ago. The message is the same yeah. America first. It. And um, it's a great message. And uh, Jesus is a uh, Lord. And so,
0: <laughs> and that's that's the whole thing is because if you, the reason that they like your stuff is because you are God and country. It's a beautiful mixture. And when I came on today, I was talking about how God puts this love inside of us, just like he put this love inside of you for our president. He put this love inside of you for General Flynn. He put a love. It's a love because you can't, you can't write a song that touches people if there is no emotion, if there is no connection. You just can't do it. It'll, it'll just drop and it'll just be dry. But because there's emotion, because there's tenderness, because there's compassion, and also because you have um, an eye for uh, cinematography, you're able to pull the people in through the music, through the score, but also through the visual. So that's, so what I, I, as you were talking, Michael, I was saying, oh my gosh. So you're basically orchestrating this incredible move that we're in. You are orchestrating the great awakening. How cool is that? That's what you're doing.
1: You know, yeah, that's a pretty high um, compliment. Thank you. Oh, to the chat, uh, americamagamusic.com. It's right there. Uh, I have no, you can tell I have no agenda because, uh. I give all the songs away for free so if you go to american <laughs> mega music there's 104 songs i've written since january in a year right it's kind of miraculous but all the videos are there but the audio files you just click it and you can download it so it's over three hours of music so i wrote a song for melania i wrote a song for the president of peace right when they had the, the accord with netanyahu i've written a song about every part of the the administration so um
0: It's the soundtrack.
1: Check it it out. It's free. Yeah. People say that. Brendan Daly gave it like the highest compliment. Your compliment was pretty good, Lisa. (laughs) But he said, dude, nobody, the enemy is the media and they hate him. So Mm -hmm. you're capturing what's happening in real time. Mm -hmm. And uh, you would not believe the tweets I'm getting of DMs of like your song. I had a lady, I wrote a song, America is Beautiful. And I used clips of um, Teddy Roosevelt and, Mm -hmm. um, the tuskegee airmen just america's history right sure. the building of the golden gate and they're like i am using this grandmas are like i'm using your videos to teach homeschool my grandkids about yeah. american history and i'm like i'm just the guy that held his phone up to a screen and and wrote a song about it so you know it, they look when i tell the memers god bless the memers like soul and all this guy, yeah when i told oh, them yeah. how i'm doing it i'm aiming my camera they're like they're trying to help me how to how to cut video, and they're like,
0: uh-huh.
1: "They're like, dude, you, that's how you're doing it." So I'm in my closet. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm using Audacity. If, if you're a musician, you're like Audacity. Mm-hmm. That's a free software. Mm-hmm. I'm well, doing. I, a- got,
0: I have to tell you that, like, what you do is incredible. So imagine when you get the tools, you get more tools. Come on. Well, I have a
1: I have a friend that's an engineer. He's like a Grammy winning guy. He's like one of my best my cigar smoking buddies. He's done all the. On the West Coast, he did all the Marinoth albums. He's mm-hmm. done all the praise albums. But he um he goes, I had him come in here and he you know tweaked a few things, but he goes, dude, what you're doing, just stay in your zone, bro, because you are in the zone. Just just do keep doing what you're doing. So, you know, I've had people offer to help, but I just now I'm multi-tracking, you know, I'm doing 14, mm-hmm. 15 track songs. And oh, thanks for dropping the link, Bob Martin. That's my buddy Bob from Back East. Dropped it in, in the chat. So Anyway, I thank you for the compliment. I, I just, I'm going to keep writing. And right now I got a song called He is Faithful. So again, it turned out like a, a cool tune, but now it's turning into a worship tune. So that'll probably be out tomorrow or the next day, but.
0: That's so cool. And that, that's how, that I just really want people to catch this because you were called to do this. You were called, Michael, for this time. For this season, for this purpose, because even though you you don't have this like huge like background of, of knowing how to do things, but but God has been able to help you to get it done and to get it done so much so that people who are in entertainment, let's go back, let's just go back to that. People who are in entertainment are tweeting your stuff out. That it's yeah. that they don't see it as schlocky or less than no. it's beautiful no. it's well done it's 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 perfect there's well, even you. with the tools even with the tools it's just gonna you're gonna be able to do more things but for this time for this purpose this is exactly what you needed to be you have exactly what you needed and God I'm has gone. been giving you all this the, he's given you the 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 words he's given you, the sounds he's given it all to you.
1: Well, I I appreciate you and what you do, and it was such a pleasure to meet you because twenty years ago, and I, I think that was the last church I got booted out of. It uh-huh. was like you we, know, we talked
0: I, we talked a little bit about that. Yeah, because I don't want I, people to to concentrate on that. Be because who you are, who you are is incredible, and. Because religion doesn't dictate who you are. God does.
1: Yeah, I know. And there was a guy, Glenn Robinson, and they were like five men, prophetic, Mm -hmm. like yourself. And they got kicked out of church, the last couple with me in there. Because, you know, they spoke the truth. These Mm -hmm. guys lived out in the high desert, right? They lived lived by themselves. They would come out and they would be like, can you come play at our Bible study? Okay, I drive Uh out there. It's like 50 miles they take an offering. I walk out of there with five hundred bucks. I'm like, what? why are you giving me money? They're like, oh no, they're like, we recognize you. You're part of the rem- They were like treating me like you're part of the. And remnant. I was like, and I and they're like, they like when I would pray, they'd be like, dude, you are part of the remnant. And I didn't know what the hell that meant. And it's been <laughs> like twenty years later, and now I'm seeing it. And it's for such a time as this. Yep. I didn't know what it meant, and I was just doing my thing, playing my rock and roll you know, raising my family, loving my grandkids. And, you know, Brendan Dilley started playing my music and then other people started playing Greg my started, music.
0: Greg plays your music. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, and it was like, yeah, I go into Greg's room. He's like, he's a super fan. I had no idea. And it's like, <laughs> that was the thing with Andrea joy. It was like, Andrea, I'd watch your scopes. And I was like blessed by her for like a year. Uh-huh. And out of the blue, she DMs me going, are you going to Washington? I heard you saying it. And I'm like, Why is she DMing me? Right. Yeah. And oh, yeah, I'm going. Well, my husband's not going. I go, I'm going with my brother. Can I hang with you? Yeah. Oh, where are you staying? The Grand Hyatt. Oh, that's where I'm staying. (laughs) It's like, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah." So then she said, Oh, Lisa's coming and Julie Lavender. And then the fact that we just sat there together and talked and prayed and people coming up to us. Yeah. Right. And we sat there for like four or five hours. Yeah. God set the table for the next day, January 6th. And I did. I am so blessed by you and so i feel like i'm around those guys out in the desert where you and it's not about respect it's about recognition of knowing what i do and i don't put a thing on well i'm michael Beatty. look at me right i'm just a guy and 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 i think i'm the example of if you look at me god can use anybody
0: yeah that's what i say he he can use a donkey (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh yeah, you had to go there, to the donkey. I know, oh, that's, that's cool. what I say about no, me all the cool. time. I said,
0: look, he uses a donkey. Hello? He can use right. me. If yeah. he can use a donkey, he can use me. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah. yeah cool. but, and so That's that's my encouragement now where it's like, are you listening? Mm-hmm. God's talking to all of us. Are you listening? Because mm-hmm. we all have a role. But thank God sports, Church of the NFL, man. I used to joke yeah. about it. that I'm done with sports, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even watch. I don't even watch TV politics anymore. So it's like God's removed all those things, and wow, look, look what happens. You remove that, and God fills the vacuum. Yes, he does. Isn't it crazy? You hear about that? I could testify to that. Where it's like more of God. Oh no, that's such a horrible thing. Pfft. Come on, it's great.
0: So. Well, and that's that. That's a that's the whole thing that I I've, I've been kind of like sitting with because there are so many times that you can go back into the Bible and you can say, you can say, Oh my gosh, yes. You know, that, that whole Esther thing, you know, you were, you were created for such a time as this, but if you truly go through the whole Bible, every single person was created for their time. It's, it wasn't just, it was, it was her uncle who was telling her and reminding her. But if you really look That each and every person who was used in the Bible, it was, they were created for such a time as that. That was their time. That's what they were supposed to do. And so here we are in one of the most incredible times in the world, because what God is about to do, and I can feel it, I can feel it in my bones, that he is about to do something. Because when you were talking about the remnant, If we think about a remnant, okay, it's a piece of the carpet that gets rolled up and kind of gets put somewhere in the corner. But that's because the perfect place hasn't been found for it yet. But there is a perfect place for each piece, just like a part of a a jigsaw puzzle. There are so many people who are taking their puzzle piece. They're like, okay, I, I fit here. And they're sitting there and they're slamming it, trying to fit. And it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit, so they get discouraged and they get frustrated. But see, when you fit, you don't have to force it. It just you just slide in. That's exactly what you did. You just kind of slid in because nobody was doing what you were doing. Not one no. person.
1: No. Well, There's nobody know, who's doing it to this day. Nobody's to doing testify it. Testify to that. I mean, music industry. Mm-hmm. It's like you used to book a studio for mm-hmm. thousands of dollars, record it, mix it. Then, do a video. You know, the time was like a month, at least two months, three months. Right. I I was, I would have a melody in my head, watch a rally, and then put a video out that night. Mm -hmm. So the fact when I tell people that, like the turnaround, they're like, "What? What is happening?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess when you sit back, it is pretty, pretty crazy, and it just keeps getting." better and and not on my own thing it's just god's opening up the doors with equipment and things that i'm using and people want to know it's like like with my own little show now i'm I'm recording tracks in the middle of the night and i just shoot a little video and put on And people like they want to know like oh i want to hear this song and you know it's interesting it's interesting because the internet's opened up that world that we never would have had before so uh praise god for that but i I, you're right. I, I'm just enjoying this. And yeah. it is a time like this. And I had just, every day I wake up and I'm thankful to God that I'm breathing another day. And I think I want to get this next song out. And then am I done? I don't know. And it's, my wife said, I'd be quiet, but it's like, I, I, I don't know. I'm 55 years old. You know, I feel like I'm grooving. I'm right in the groove, but yep. you know, thank God. I'm, I'm glad I met you. And it's just people are awakening and I guess our jobs here is to love them and not go. Ah, I told you so, man. No, right. I don't have that spirit, and I, you don't no. either. It's just a matter of, please come on, come with me, right? Yes. Because what's in it for us that we're telling people what's going on? I mean, right? We lose well, friends, our neighbors are like, well, eh, what's going
0: on? That's the whole thing. It's like when we, when you look at at everything that that people are like, well, you know, you're, you know, yeah, I believe in, I believe in certain things, but the thing that I believe in most importantly is I believe what God has shown me because everything that I I see, I take back to prayer. And I'm like, all right,
1: okay, wait, is this
0: real? (laughs) Is this true? Because, you know, sometimes you go down these rabbit holes and you're like, okay, where is God in this? Where is God in this? Why, Why is he taking me down this path? And there have been times that I've gone down these paths, I'm like, shoot, I got down the wrong path. And so there's that, you pull back and you go, I'm so sorry. And you know, okay, let me clean myself off and let me just get right back on where I'm supposed to be yeah. because we don't want to get discouraged, but we also don't want to get um, distracted from the task at hand because sometimes the enemy will, will try to put things into us and, and try to, to get us off of our path because just like you know that music is is where God is using you the most, well, the enemy is gonna go after those other places to to try and, and pull you from where you're supposed to be. Because that's that's what I always say. I say people who get attacked in in certain places, that's because that's where they're the most powerful. The enemy's not gonna mess with places that you don't have any authority or that you don't have any ability. That's a waste of his time. He's gonna hit you the hardest. So he's gonna go after the things like your character. That's why this movement is being attacked because it's our character that's at stake. But those people who know us, those people who truly know us, when they hear the narrative and they know us, they don't believe it. And that wakes them up. That wakes them up. When people start to hear, what do you mean you got taken off YouTube? What do you mean that they turned off? Because I tell people, I'm like, well, I I got shut down today. They go, what do you mean you got shut down? What were you talking about? I'm like, I was talking about God. They took you off. I'm like, mm-hmm. I go, people have lost their accounts. What? That's that's when people are going, wait a second, wait a second. Let me let me let me just take some moments back. My brother, who's older than me, you know, it was during the Vietnam War. There was so much out there, and he was out there protesting. He was he was a young man, he was protesting because they saw the injustice. And they they saw them as hippies and they were, what did they do? How did they confuse them? Well, they brought in a distraction. They brought in drugs. They started to give them drugs so that they would lose their focus. That's why I think it's so important. Your music is so important, Michael, because it keeps the main thing, the main thing. It keeps us on that same path of, okay, let me get some encouragement. Let me, let me pop some the California in. Let me get myself all riled up. Let me get myself excited let me get myself ready for the fight. What is the fight? The fight is to stand. That's it. That's all we have to do. We just have to stand because God is fighting our battle because there is nothing that we can do except for just come into agreement with what he's doing. That's it.
1: Yeah. 100%. I agree. It's it's exciting. And I don't say anxious because anxious sometimes like, oh, be anxious for nothing. But It's a godly anxiousness, meaning that I guess the word more is more like anticipation. It is anticipation.
0: Remember the Carly Simon song, "Anticipation." yeah, it's
1: making me wait for the ketchup (laughs) commercial, right? Yeah, but yeah, I know, but it's just it's exciting. I mean, Mm -hmm. I can't contain. You know, and most I don't want to say family and friends are just like okay, whatever, you know. But my Mm -hmm. Trump flag's flying, man. My American, (laughs) I'm like, I'm I'm. Ready, yep. man. I'm ready for whatever happens because yep. um, I don't, you know, I don't think President Trump called us to Washington to leave us hanging. There's just nine thousand things that don't make sense.
0: Nope, so, nope. And know. that's that's the thing. Trust the plan. We trust the plan. What is the plan? God's plan. God has it in everything, in every single post, in everything that has been saying. God bless America. God is going to take us through this. General Flynn talks about God. Lynn Wood talks about God. Sidney Powell talks about God. Everybody, Donald Trump, President Donald Trump talks about God. Every single one of them. Because we're, we're truly dealing with darkness and light. We're, we're, looking, we're looking at something that's so different. And, it, and the reason that we always go back to the Esther thing, it's because with Esther, because the Lord, the Lord talked to me about this. And um, he said, Lisa. He said, when I came, he said they, the Jews, thought that I was going to overthrow the Romans. That's what they thought. The Messiah is going to come, and he's going to set right. us free from this Roman oppression, right? The
1: new political leader, the same. That, that's
0: what. That's right. what he thought. That's what they all thought. And you know what's so funny is that he didn't do that. He told me. He said, Lisa, I came to set the captives free, and I did. He said, but. He said, but back when the Israelites were about, we were on the the verge. They were on the tip of annihilation in the book of Esther. He said, that's where you saw my hand move. He said, and you are going to see my hand move again. Because we have become extremely complacent. Look, I call God daddy. I do. He's my best friend. I love him. I talk to him. But there is still a reverential fear that I have of him. Because when he tells me to shape up, stand up, get into attention, let me tell you something. My heels click and I'm straight up. And I'm like, yes, Mm -hmm. sir, I got you. Because I know who he is. Because I respect him. Because I honor him. Because I know who he is. And there have been so many people who have taken the fact that they think that God has become their best friend, that they can get away with doing whatever they want to do. And that's just not flying anymore. So it says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Well, the beginning of wisdom says that you keep God first and you take care of your brothers second, right? That's what it says. Love your, love the Lord God with all your heart and mind and soul. And then it tells you how you do it. And the second five commandments is how to love your brother. You don't steal from them. Hello. (laughs) Hello. You don't murder them. Come on.
1: False witness.
0: You don't bear false witness against them. You, you You don't become jealous or envious of the stuff that they have. You don't figure out ways to take things from them, covet from them. Now, if you take those five things and you put it into today's world, you kind of see some things that are going on in the Capitol. I'm just saying.
1: Well, I mean, you know, Isaiah, right? It's like, it, yep. those are call evil good and good That's evil. It. It's That's like right. they're flipping it on its head and expecting us to just go along. But yep. see, it's been exposed with the whole mask thing and, oh, yep. this is important and more people are allegedly dying now in California, but now it's a good time to open everything up. It's like, <laughs> People are going, no, I have business owners that were not political that are uh-huh. now like, let's get Gavin Newsom out. You know, it's oh, a,
0: absolutely they're
1: awakening on so many different levels, spiritual level, but people are awakening up because God's awakening. They just, some of them don't know yet, but they're like, oh wait, yeah, this is what my friend or my grandma always told me, or yeah, it, it's an awakening on levels I've never seen. And it's so exciting. And so and that's, yeah, they're good.
0: No, I was just gonna say that that's the other thing is that they're awakening at levels different levels. So what we do is we just feed them what they can digest. We can't give them everything. We can give them little bits and pieces. And so, you know, you think about all the stuff that you know, and you know a ton, Michael, you know so much. Okay. But you're not going to sit there and spew it to somebody who doesn't understand because you'll freak them out. Yeah. So you try to figure out. You have to use your barometer, and it's the same thing with the same thing with bringing somebody to Christ. Let me just say, and I'm, I wasn't going to do this, but I, for some reason God showed me this. If you want to witness to somebody and bring them into to, into the revelation of who Jesus Christ is, live your life like Christ would live. You are the greatest testimony. You are the greatest example of what it looks like to be a follower of Christ. And if you're not doing it right, people are never going to listen to what you have to say. You can beat them with the Jesus stick all you want. It's about getting ourselves right. Listen, I'm raising my hand right here because I don't always do it right. But see, God is willing to work with imperfect vessels. Thank goodness.
1: That's why the whole Trump can't be a Christian because he said something on a bus and they caught it on tape. But it's like, don't you realize that he is the perfect example that's right of redemption that's the right. whole all the disciples. That's it. Saw Paul the Apostle wrote most of the New Testament was a murderer. He murdered the Christians for the Roman army. When Christians saw he's like they're like, oh, it's, it's you know it's it's Richard Ramirez, the murderer. Oh no, no, I've been saved through. So it's this powerful testimony that's but right. see it's always the people that are accusing and telling you who can't be a Christian that are the same people that that my body, my choice on abortion, right? So it's That's like, right. it's the Pharisee spirit. And now we're seeing more and the beauty of it is it's being revealed because the mask with the, the Republican party was always like this evil Democrats. The mask has been pulled down and we see it's a uniparty, party and we're seeing all the evil and the corruption and how we've been fooled. And Oh man, we were fooled on so many levels. And so that, in it itself is, and then the Republicans think we're just going to go back to normal now. Can you send us some money? It's like, <laughs> no, <laughs> you still don't understand. Yeah. The, just like the NFL's going, oh, you know, everything's still, everything's great. Nope, uh, no, 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 and it's not going to be. Nope. So no,
0: nope. and it's interesting that you said the thing about that because, and I don't know if I shared this with you when we were in DC, but. Um, the Lord gave me a vision. I was actually brushing my teeth, and I just finished spitting, and I was wiping my mouth when all of a sudden I had this incredible vision, and um, I, I saw, um, I saw Evergreen. <laughs> wow. I saw Hillary Rodham Clinton, and I saw the hand of the Lord. I saw her face, and I saw the hand of the Lord go like this, and I saw him go like this, and he ripped off her face, and it was a mask. And there was all this stuff underneath it. And this before I knew anything, I didn't know anything. And I saw him do that to different political people. I just saw it. It was quick. Boom, boom, boom. Just these faces just coming off, coming off, coming off. And the Lord said to me, he said, no longer will the unrighteous be able to hide behind righteousness. He says, I am pulling off their masks and I'm exposing them all. Now that was in 2018. That was in 2018 that God showed me that. So what I've been seeing and what I've been, watching is I'm watching a word that God gave me in 2018 coming to fruition cuz it's coming because God showed it to me in 20 he didn't show me that for no reason he showed it to me for a reason to prepare because what do we need to do as Christians as believers as sons and as daughters we're to pray for them and sometimes it's hard sometimes it's hard but if God has put a burden on you to pray for somebody that you don't like, I would just tell you to pray for him because sometimes you might be the only person who is praying. So we have to trust God in everything. We have to trust him that through this, that 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 good will win. God wins. Did yeah. you read the end of the Bible?
1: But you know, I, I agree. And um, it just seems that with this awakening that, the mask comes off of both sides and it's easier yes. to talk about God because you can bring up 9000 examples right? right every day something's happening and and it's just God's just moving and I and I I'm learning as a 55 year old hippie whatever that <laughs> it's just about love right because amen. Yeah the society's taught us for the last 20 years to cancel oh you hurt my feelings so i'm gonna write you off yeah yeah but you've been my friend for years oh but you know what you believe this certain way and it's like we're at the point where it used to be like i said you know these people are evil and these people are good and it's like my whole thing is if you love god in america you're my friend man Mm -hmm. because if you love god in america then you're gonna be in line and that's my new thing it's like just Just embrace your Satanism, man. Leftist, Democrats, evil Republicans. Embrace it. If you're not for America, what are you for?
0: That's right.
1: And why are you for that? That's right. Right? Because everybody we met in D.C., Canadians, Japanese, uh, Mexico, everybody's like, so goes America, so goes the world. We're praying for your your president and for your country. They were called to come to D.C.
0: That's right. So
1: it's bigger than just Trump. It's just.
0: Well, if we look at one of the things that that General Flynn wrote is he put something and he he actually said he put a picture of of, uh, George Washington crossing the Delaware. The interesting thing about that is there have been a lot of people who have talked about George Washington and how he prayed for our country during the Revolutionary War. There's actually a picture of him by his horse on his knees. There was that picture and I I've seen it. Somebody showed it to me. What was interesting is before the actual election, <clears throat> the Lord put it on my heart to pray for our president. And so we all, we did a, a seven day, 24 hour. We all took turns praying for him. And on the second night of praying for him or the, no, it was the third. Yeah, it was the third night. It was the third night I was praying for him and I had the midnight hour. <laughs> because I thought I can do midnight. It's not a big deal. I'll be up, but (laughs) it's funny. I was able to get through the prayer time and then I would fall asleep every time. Um, but the third night I, I was very, very quiet. I was praying in the spirit. I had a vision and it was a little dim light. And I, I saw president Trump and I saw him and he was on his knees and he was by his nightstand, just like the picture that I saw of George Washington by his horse and his head was bowed and he was praying. And that was the last vision that I had of him. That was the very last vision that I had. And then we we continued, but I didn't get any more visions. I just prayed. But uh, so I had three nights of visions. And one of the nights that I, I had a vision was on the second night. I actually heard different people praying for our president. I, I heard all these different voices. I heard, I heard man and I heard a woman and I heard children. I heard old, I heard young, I heard people crying and praying for this man. So the prayers of the saints avail much. So what we're seeing is we are going to see that that America actually made its choice. We made our choice on November 3rd. But what's what's really interesting is just like in the book of Esther, um, Everything was plotted against the Israelites because Haman had it. He had it. He had it written. There was nothing that he thought could be done except for Esther who came in, who found favor with the king, who was then given half of his land. And all she asked for was her freedom. And so she was able to undo what was already done. It was already done. So That's what I believe. And Haman, who who built these places that was going to hang the Jews, especially her uncle Mordecai, is where he and his children went. That's what we're going to see. And I'm just going to say this, that some of the things that we're going to see are not going to be pretty. And some of the things that we see are, are, are not for the faint of heart. Because I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, is this your judgment? And he said, no, it's America's judgment. I went, oh, because of what I saw, what he showed me. And so as we're in this place, it's going to be our faith that is going to help us go through this storm because we truly are in a storm. Whether we want to acknowledge it, we want to pretend it's not here, we're in the midst of it. But I truly believe we're coming out of it. Because I believe that in this storm that has shaken things up and and flipped things around and and has has brought something. Because sometimes in a storm, things like show up. You're like, how did that get there? (laughs) Like, where did that come from? You know, and it came blowing in from some crazy direction. But that's exactly what a good storm will do. It's going to knock down the things that weren't sturdy. That's why the trees go down. Because there was something that was wrong. There was something that wasn't keeping them fully together that there was a weakness and that's why they fell. So I believe that everything that is happening is that the weaknesses are going to be exposed. But we have to remember that God is a good God. And he does not want to lose one person. And so it's always up to us to choose to very quickly repent. And what is repent? Repent is turning from what we were doing, but repent is also believing that that we are forgiven. So we repent and we believe that we're forgiven and we come back into right standing. So that's what I believe that we we need to pray for as the uncovering becomes public because I think a lot of stuff has already been done. I just think that they're waiting to to show us. That's what I believe.
1: I I, I agree in that. It's not a 45 step stairway to salvation heaven thing. It's like, it's simple. Just accept Jesus. Let's pray. Accept in it in your heart. Boom. That's it. That's, That's it. it. And then the Holy Spirit will transform you and redeem you and refine you. And it's that simple. And we have complicated it. We yep. meaning I don't know the church. Meaning
0: whatever. man. Meaning man,
1: man. Right, man. We've we've mm-hmm. we've taken something beautiful. That's what religion is, right? You've made rules. Oh, thanks, God. We got it from here. And it's like it's become so simplified. We have more technology and at any time on planet earth yet it comes down to the basics still and god knew that that it's just accept me receive my gift and it's like wow a gift i don't know how you know did i get it from amazon or what i mean there's all these complex things going around and the simplicity of the gospel still remains
0: that's right and i i think that the the one thing that's um The one thing that I heard really, really, really early on in my first, like when I first started to hear from God, like on a regular basis, and he said to me, he goes, Lisa, he goes, I'm done with religion. He goes, religion keeps my children from me. He said, so I'm going to raise up a new religion that will do an act as I say. That's the remnant. That's you. That's you. Because somebody who has, because as much as we can laugh about it, and I'm just gonna say, I have been, you know, asked to leave a church. So just saying.
1: (laughs) You smoke cigars too? Is that what I'm saying?
0: No, that's not why. No, actually I got, I got filled with the joy and I was told that I was making a spectacle. And I was like, Uh, I'm like, it's the Holy Spirit. I was like laughing, I'm sure not to laugh. And um, because the joy just hit me so hard and I, I, you know, I was so new. inappropriate it was so inappropriate people were looking at me because i was like
1: <laughs> let me share with your touch by prayer audience where we were hanging out in washington and some lady from san diego right vietnamese mm-hmm. for trump just comes yep. up to us and just starts sharing yeah i went to a, a rally and uh antifa guy hit me in the face remember oh, and she's yeah, like that split was her awesome. head open yep. she just started pouring out and we're like let's pray and the people in the hotel are like what's going on over there in the corner mm-hmm. I want to say we start praying for people, man. And so you have that beautiful gift that encourages me. So I want to speak into you and tell you thank you.
0: Oh, well, thank you. But, you know, that that was the really cool thing is that when you get together with other people, they pull out stuff inside of you that you didn't even think that you had. Because I think even Jeff, like, was part of the prayer team.
1: (laughs) We all all had our hands better why are these prophet chicks always talking about movies, man? What's uh, up with that?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, God, God speaks to you in a language you understand. And I understand movies and music. So that's what uh, he used. I'm telling it was,
1: you. It was awesome, Chip. He was so happy to be there and meet all well, of you. Well,
0: he was awesome and we really enjoyed him. Okay. So I wanted, I, I just want to make sure that everybody understands. And we, we kind of, I know we kind of went like from lots, lots and lots of things, but, there were some, there were some really pertinent things that were impo- that that I think needed to be said, and I think that especially with with Michael and with his music, and, and he even said it that each of us has a purpose right now in this great awakening. And if you're watching, it's because you have a purpose. There is a purpose inside of you for this great awakening in your life. But I don't know. You do know. You know what's going on. You know what's happening. You are going to be a valuable piece of information. When people wake up and they go, well, did you know about that? And you're like, mm-hmm, yeah, no, I can tell you a little bit. <laughs> you know, that's that's when God is going to start to move. You know, there are, are songs inside of people that need to be written. There are books inside of people that that need to be written. Maybe why wow. don't I have a book I'm working on? But there's something right now that God is like blowing on people and saying, it's time for you to start walking into your destiny. And that's the other thing, because I believe with this great awakening, not only are we going to awaken to some some pretty ugly truths, but I think we're also going to wake up to some incredible truths. We're going to wake up into the fact that we're going to start to know that God is who he said he is, that Jesus is the only way to get to God because everybody is saying it. They're like, follow Jesus, follow Jesus. I mean, i have it's like, follow Jesus. They're talking about like new age stuff and they're talking about this, but they're like, follow Jesus, listen to Jesus. And I'm like, okay, I'm a little confused right now, but you know what? Let's keep the main thing, the main thing. You're telling me to go to Jesus, I'm good. We're good, you know? You might have a different theology than me, but that's okay. You're speaking my language when you're talking about Jesus.
1: Well, I, I affirm what you say because, you know, in the olden days, the world would follow the arts were with the Christians, Michelangelo, and right. and 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 we've done a 180 where the church follows the world, right? Yes. So you know, when I was in the 90s, when I was playing in church, it was early in the 80s. It was like all the worship started to sound like uh, U2 and the Joshua Tree album, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then yep. and then I came back to church. I tried a few about 10 years ago, and all the worship sounded like Coldplay, right? So it's like. We're taking this music, and I guess that's just the infection of the world. But I want to encourage you, if you write, if you paint, like you said, there are artists right now that are wounded, that have put down the pen or whatever for years. God's calling you, right? And there's young people that are rising up and follow. We talk about. Sorry, at least here I go. No, you no, talk no. about gut instinct, right? And it's Satan that has taken that and turned it into judgment and hypocrisy, right? You Old school, my grandma, right? Oh, you know what? That person, da, da, da. Well, today's society, oh, you're just being judgmental. You're just being judgmental. Where the Holy Spirit tells you something's not right about that guy right there, right? And we're like, ah, well, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just not. We've been conditioned, and that's totally the enemy. To deny what's in here, right? Our spirit, God's given us the spirit of discernment and truth. And oh, well, hey, what's going on there? It's like you know, it's even in Hawaii. Like I love Hawaii, but you know, ten years ago, you know, Hawaii, like it's always about race. Oh, what are you? Oh, I'm part of Portuguese. I'm part. That's always the conversation. Hey, what are you? But you bring that over here in California. It's like, what? What are you saying? You can't talk about how people were. It's just a judgment thing. And I just want to just break down that wall of God tells you something for a reason. Test it against him, his Spirit, like you said, and believe it, man. There's a reason why we have that. And we want to just call it the gut instinct or intuition or whatever. We want to mystify it. But that's just Satan counterfeiting it, man. It's like it. God tells you something, go with it. So rise up young artists, and old artists, you still have a purpose. Come on now.
0: And that's, and that's exactly where we are because isn't it after the Renaissance, wasn't it after the Renaissance that everything just like exploded, the arts and the music and everything wasn't like, there was something that, that happens. You gotta go back. You gotta look at the movements. You gotta see like, God is the God of creation. He's always creating, I wrote a blog and and it was um because he started to talk to me and he said Lisa, he said um he said what three year old doesn't like to finger paint and since you have grandchildren, how many of your grandkids if you took out finger paints how many of them would be like, oh grandpa I'm not doing that I'm not good I'm not talented I can't do that right?
1: I, I got be like paint. sticking our hands in. I got the paintings on my wall right now. I'm looking at you See? know.
0: Yeah. That that's um, the thing. So the Lord said to me, he goes, Lisa, who does what three-year-old does not like to finger paint? And I'm like, probably none. They all love it. And he's like, exactly. He said, but somewhere along the line, somebody told them that their painting wasn't good. And so they stopped painting. He goes, and it's the same thing with everything. Anything that's been creative, man has judged what I have put in them. And so they couldn't build on it because they were knocked down. And so they stopped. And so I wrote this blog and, um, it was, it was called, I think it was called grab your paintbrush. But at one of my conferences, it was so important to do prophetic painting. And so we did prophetic painting and it was so beautiful to watch because there was someone who was there whose mother was a really good artist and she couldn't paint. So she thought, but given the opportunity and given the safety and given the permission she did this incredible painting and then when she got up because they wanted to ask her about like what inspired and she started to talk about it and she started to say about how her mother was this incredible artist and so she didn't think she could but see that is how the enemy lies to us he says you're not good Nobody's listening to you. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say. You can't sing. You can't dance. You can't act. You can't, you can't, you can't. But the reality is that that's a gift inside of you that God placed inside of you. And if he's going after it, it's because it's important. He doesn't mess with things that aren't important. So it's those places that you have felt like the most opposition, that's where you're going to get the biggest breakthrough. So just like Michael was saying, you know, if if you haven't painted in a while, go to your local, you know, craft store, go get yourself a, a, some paper, go get yourself an easel, go get yourself some paints and start painting. If you're a writer, start writing. And if you're a singer, start singing. Because that's what I believe is going to, to start this shifting and this changing. Because I think just like with you being like dismissed from different churches. It's because there were things inside of you, Michael, that they didn't see, but the things that God told you to do. See, if we're always looking to man to give us permission to do it, man's always going to say no because they want to control. That's what they do, especially in churches. Just saying.
1: Especially with musicians. Especially
0: with musicians, especially with worship leaders. Do you know how many times I've had, I've had different people who come to my conferences and they're doing the worship and they're like, okay, so do you want to see my set list? I'm like, no. Well, do you have any songs that you want me to sing? I'm like, no. They're like, you don't? They're like, well, how long do you want me to play? I'm like, until the spirit tells you no to stop. (laughs) They're like, really? What? It's almost like scooby Roll. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> you know? Freedom.
1: Because i are not used to it, man. We get beat down. And that's that's the mentality, too. Andrea helped me with that in, in uh, D.C. Because people will come up to me, and, and it's because of the church. You're always like, you don't know how to receive a compliment. Mm. But by the end of the trip, I was like giving people hugs and stuff because it was just overwhelming. So I think, once again, it's religion that beats that out of you. I remember <laughs> playing church. Like I was 20 years old and God had me playing at this church for like thousands of people out here. And there was jealousy because who's this guy? He just became a Christian. He can't do that. You know, and I was like all of this. So I'm playing and it was this whole, okay, what we do here is after the sermon, if people come up and talk to you, you must get off the stage. You must look them in the eye because if you're above them, it, it sends off like all these rules. And I'm like, okay, I, I, got, I just came from the Catholic church, man. Right. And now I'm over here to be free. And I'm like, right. there's more rules. There's more like, rules. Right. It, it never ends. And so I guess I'm at a point and I'm older, I can look in the camera and go, ignore it, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm seasoned. I'm an old seasoned veteran. Yeah. And stuff like this doesn't bother me anymore. But to you youngsters, don't let it bother you, man. Go with your gut. Don't let anybody give you medication or meds. That's the worst thing, man. You let's, you know, I coached little league 20 years ago. Oh, all the kids are medicated. I I, I coached up in a rich area. Cause it's like, if you can't deal with your kids, oh, just give them this right. This will mellow them out. But it's like, how many artists have we ruined or suppressed in the last 30 years because of, you know. That's well, I, I, I'm, I'll I'm be gonna, back for part 2.
0: Yeah, I know, cuz seriously, <laughs> I I can go down an entire rabbit trail, but I will say this that um that the Lord told me, and I don't know if this is true, but this is what the Lord told me. So, those who those who are in the know because it's coming out. Um he said to me, he said that the no child left behind was actually to weed out leaders. He says because of the way that it was constructed, It would make people who were leaders who thought outside of the box, it would pull them out quicker so that they could be medicated, so that they could be controlled.
1: Um, This is 2021. I believe almost everything.
0: Is that crazy?
1: (laughs) It's just, no. Ten years ago, oh, Lisa, that.
0: Right? 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 But like when, wow. and he told, he told me that like in 2019, I think he said, cause he's been telling me stuff about like just, um, he was talking to me about.
1: Are you trying to tell me the government? It's not telling the truth.
0: I know. I, said, I know I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to pray it up. <laughs> <Yeah. that. laughs> but you know, like you start to, when you start to talk to God, when you start to engage in conversations, it's not just going to be thus saith the Lord. I'm just going to tell you. He's going to give you what you need. He's going to tell you and explain things that you don't understand. And he's going to give you the whys. He's going to show you where, where this is not right or this is not right. Because why? Because he wants to set the captives free. And if you know what you're dealing with, if you understand the oppression and and the depression that our our country has been living in you'll start to be like oh my gosh this is starting to make so much sense now you you start to understand that education is part of the problem that's why if people are not happy about homeschooling it's a blessing because there are so many kids who are thriving There are some kids who aren't, but there are so many kids who are thriving right now because they don't have that peer pressure. They don't have all that stuff. There are so many different classes that they just don't need to take. You can be done with school. When you homeschool a kid, you can be done with school in four hours.
1: Just saying. Four hours done. There's no reason. I have have my grandkids on Thursday. It's like, yeah, give them breakfast. They're done by noon. Do some homework. We'll go out and play some football. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and how much better? Because they don't have that pressure. They don't have that anxiety. There is something that God is doing. He is doing something. He has taken what the enemy has meant for our harm. And he's using it for our good. He's using us to bring back families. He's using it to bring back uh, conversation with people. He's using it and taking away the distractions. Cause people aren't watching television and they're, they're not doing some of the things like, you know, how much time are you spending on Facebook? Not so much. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, that that's where we are right now because in this great awakening, we have to be awakened to the things that, that have distracted us and pulled us away and to make the main thing, the main thing. So I wanted to, I just wanted to ask you, so I know you, you started to, to talk about things and, oh gosh, I think I'm, all right. So <laughs> just bear, bear with me, Michael, because you might, you might be getting some, okay. So, all right, you're getting, okay. So this is what, when you started to talk about movies, because I think that there, was that something you wanted to do as a kid? Did you want to do like soundtracks? Did you want to do, like, did um, you want to? work in movies and, and- Yeah,
1: well, no, because living out here, it's like you see the, the corruptness and you hear stories even All more right, well, so living let, out let's, here.
0: Let, let's take away the corruptness.
1: Okay. Let's
0: go back to the question. Was that something in your heart to to be to be doing and to, because I'm hearing and what I'm seeing is I'm seeing that God is, because what is going to happen when, when Hollywood comes down and it becomes Hollywood Because it's going to. We're going to need people who are going to be able to to bring that. Because I see, I can see you. This is what I saw. I saw you behind this this big mixing board. And I saw you playing and and getting this music. And I saw you almost in a recording studio. But it was a huge mixing board. And I understand things because my husband's in in video. So I understand a, a regular mixing board to a studio mixing board. Because it was huge. And so I believe that what God has started with you, with this, I think that there is, you're going to be doing more, but it's going to become a little bit longer. And I do believe that God is going to take you into places and to give you opportunities where your sound is going to be behind different television or movies. Because there's something inside of you because you get music, you have such a gifting and such an anointing with it that you get it. Like you, you can hear something and know if it's off. That's that. And, and so it's almost like, I don't know if you went for for formal education, but it's almost like you play by ear, but you, I, but you I, actually. I signed up
1: for music class three times and walked out. I can't
0: yeah, read but, anything. I and so that's off. what I'm seeing is that yeah. you, it's because your ear, but what, what's the way that. The way that God actually created you is you just don't hear one instrument. You hear many. You can hear how this would accompany and this would add to this. So you can hear the different instruments simultaneously as listening to the one instrument. You can hear the background. You can hear the, the ensemble, so to speak, of musicians coming together. And you can see where it would fit that's a gift that God put inside of you. That's something that he's going to use. So there's going to be more like orchestration music that you're going to be doing because the gift mix that he's given you is going to, you're gonna be able to hear. And some of the music that you hear, some of the stuff that like when you wake up because you hear stuff in your sleep, you're actually hearing stuff that actually is being played in heaven and you're pulling it down. But you're hearing songs in heaven. But these are songs, you have to, if you can kind of catch what I'm saying, is that the songs that are playing in heaven are being created in heaven for you to release here on earth. Because everything is created in heaven. And sometimes what happens is it gets distorted based on who picks it up. But because what God is doing is he's pulling it down and he's giving it to you. And that's why, like, sometimes you'll wake up and start writing as soon as you wake up. Or you, even if you take like a cat nap, sometimes you wake up and you're immediately starting to write because you're hearing it in your head. It's like, I got to catch this because I'm, a, I'm afraid it's going to go away. And so that's, that's what I, I see that God is going to start doing. And don't be surprised who contacts you don't be surprised because you are on a lot of people's radar in a very very good way and they have seen you and they have recognized your talent and you are going to be used because this was only the beginning
1: thank you it's it's the- sure a fun ride man i'll tell you <laughs> i don't take any of it for granted i just i'm just like the the surfer on the wave this are ending it's just there beautiful you are. It's a beautiful thing. So I received that.
0: Well, and I wasn't gonna do that, but I just kept. It's like okay, so, and I and that that's the whole thing. And the the beautiful part about prophecy, and that's that's where God's been for some reason. He's just keep pulling this back out, and He's like, it starts with just, it just starts with you saying, okay, I'm just gonna say this one thing. Because I didn't know. All I saw was you behind that. But then as I started to speak, he just fills your mouth. So there's no pressure. There's no, it just starts to come. That's the the gift about prophecy. So for those of you who are, are listening, just don't be afraid. Oh, that's my big thing. I, and I feel like this is with you too, Michael. Like it frustrates you for people to be afraid of their gifting, of their gift mix. And it's yeah. like, just like you said, you know, uh, um, you know, I'm 54. So I'm only a year younger. And in my 54 years, I wish I would have started things earlier. However, there's a time and a season for everything under heaven. And I believe yeah. that this is our time.
1: It is. Amen. Amen to that because it's there's a seasoning about it. Yeah. Right? It's like the music. You know, and that's I used to work to teach customer service and they'd be like, Tell us stories, and I've been talking about. They're like I had a team of like twenty, mostly young. Tell Mm -hmm. us a story about this, and it's like I don't know if the parents didn't share with them, but it's like it's that life experience that older as we're older, you kind of you realize what you've gone through, and Mm -hmm. people like to hear stuff. They like to hear about you know because I remember I don't remember Woodstock because I was little, but Woodstock was all about stopping the war mm-hmm. and burning down the system right Yep. stop the, what did trump do that's he it stop the wars that's, that's and it he's burning down the system that's but right yet all the all the corporate rock stars all the old crosby stills and nash oh trump's mean it's like really what's in your closet bro it's like all these woodstock it's just flipped and so it's easy for me because look at me. I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy. You're just a woman who listens to God and speaks speaks the truth. So I'm a representative of God can use anybody, man. Yeah. God can use anybody. And so I'm just a guy that hears stuff in my head. I write it down. It makes me cry. I'm like, this sounds beautiful. And in the morning, I'll go, I'll be up all night. Hey, honey, you listen to this. And she'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. not, she'll not explain. She's a carpenter. She builds things, but it's like, she'll hear and go, oh, but she helps me proofread my lyrics and stuff. But what I'm saying is God can use anyone. So rise up people rise up. I appreciate you having me.
0: Absolutely. And this has been so fun. And I, I just wanted to, if people are interested in supporting you or, or, do you do you have like a Patreon or do you have a subscribe star or do you do anything? Uh, my buddy like Greg
1: that? got me into the subscribe star. It's pending approval, but okay. you know, I all my songs. Like if you go on the website, there's just all the songs. But I had my web guy put the PayPal thing donation way at the bottom, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have to look for it. Right? Mm-hmm. But randomly, just people like, hey, I downloaded eighty of your songs. Here's a hundred bucks, or so I okay. downloaded. It. So you get stuff out there, but. My friend Brendan's like, dude, your business plan's horrible, mm-hmm. right? And my wife's like, yes, that's true. But it's like, <laughs> at this point in my life, God's taking care of everything. And so, yeah. yeah, I appreciate you asking me that. Yeah, there's a PayPal thing on my website. But I encourage you, you know, I, I wrote the score, like we talk about musical scores, the Flynn thing. I use that instrumental as my alarm on my phone, mm-hmm. this beautiful yeah. orchestra, wake up. I use... My grandkids doing the national anthem on my other song for my ringtone. So you can download these on your phone, use them for whatever you want. And so so not just burn a CD. So three hours of songs. It's all, it'll give you a boost of Americana if you need it.
0: There you go. Well, if you guys are interested in finding out about the California, Michael Beatty, Beatty, sorry, go to AmericanMagamusic.com. And you can download all of Michael's music. Definitely, if this broadcast has blessed you, please share it with your friends. I'm going to see if I can actually, I'm going to see if I can put up some links so that people can kind of find some music. I'd love to to put that up. I know that your friend put it up, but it'd be great if we could put a couple songs that really wanted to do that. But unfortunately, I couldn't, for some reason, I couldn't share it on this broadcast. I tried, but I just i just couldn't do it which was really frustrating
1: well also i want to say on thank god for jeff brain and cloud hub they gave yes that's coming all all these great speakers and he gave the music guy a channel so now i just started a show people once i got booted from twitter people are like hey man play your song so every monday through friday at eight o'clock west coast 11 eastern I play music. So it's like DJ Mike VJ, right? I'll um, play music, little commentary, tell some jokes or whatever. But there you go. I play four or five songs of all kinds of stuff. So it's inspirational. So if you're awake on the East Coast, it's nice to go to bed too, because it's like just a little of patriotism and a little God for you. So
0: I've listened to it. I, oh, I, I've done you. some late night. I've done some late night uh, in California, which was so much <laughs> fun. But what's so cool is that um, you're actually 130 and I'm actually 131 on Cloud Hub. You're one above me.
1: Yeah, and Lisa or um, Julie is Andrea. above, right? Yeah. Julie, and then it's like we're all locked up. We're right all still. we're
0: all there, and then right underneath me is um, I think uh, is uh, Andrea, or she's one thirty-four, I think. Yeah. But we're close, we're right
1: now. It's that. Just amazing, man. Cloud Hub's gonna be great. I it know is. we keep talking about it, but Jeff's working really hard, and yes, it's gonna be an amazing, amazing site. But imagine you're building this while your other is still going. It's not yep. like you shut it down and worked yep. on. He's doing this whole thing without it crumbling, so
0: it's going to be fantastic. Oh, it's well, gonna be great. I I just have to tell you the first time that I spoke to Jeff, um, I prophesied and I told him that people were going to be leaving <laughs> Facebook and Twitter and coming onto CloudHub, that it was going to be the place to be. Yeah. having no idea, because mm-hmm. I I started talking to him. Uh, when did I get mine? I got it in 2019, so it was way before all this stuff. Isn't that crazy? Awesome. And then of course, yes. One, one seven is Greg Harvey. Can't forget that.
1: It's Greg on D live. Oh, I don't he is. know. Oh, I, I been... haven't
0: seen anybody on D live. Oh, anybody... you know, he has,
1: he has Bible study tonight. <clears throat> he said he well, gonna watch the that, week, yeah. that's
0: the other thing too. Well, he's probably done with Bible study because we've done two hours. Just saying. Every, wow. Hey,
1: everybody <laughs> in you... the chat. I know we're, we're not responding to you, but thank you. You're saying yes. really nice things. And, and I just, I, I appreciate your comments and I just want to, uh, Pray that God continues to bless you and your families for health and peace.
0: Well, that's actually, that that leads me up to my last thing. And I was going to say, would you like to pray? I'm stepping on now? your
1: toes, Lisa. <laughs> no, I should have my no, own show. Just,
0: we're thinking together. We're know. on the same thing. i me to pray? All right.
1: Yeah. Yes. To pray. Lord God, thank you. This is my first internet prayer. So here we go. <laughs> Lord God, I just thank you for today. And I thank you for America yes. and its people. It's people that just love you and the people that still don't know that they love you. I just pray for this awakening. And I thank you for people like Jeff Brain and Cloud Hub and just all these people that are working hard for the kingdom. And I pray that you bless your people and help them not to get discouraged because the enemy is working overtime to, to help us to give up. And I pray for those people right now that are thinking about giving up, that have lost hope. I pray that you restore that and you bring someone into their lives that they will read their Bible or someone will talk to them and bless them. And I just thank you for Lisa and the ministry. And I just thank you, Lord, for America, this light on the hill. And I just pray that you continue to bless us and that your people will continue to repent. And now we thank you for all the artists out there that you would bless them and bring them up, Lord, and awaken their eyes and help them to write tonight. Even if it's saying something, a poem into their phone, recording so many different devices that you just bless them and bring forth wisdom because the world needs hope and truth through the arts. Jesus name. Thank you.
0: Amen. Michael Beatty, you are awesome. You are so much fun. Thank you so much for spending some time with me, kicking off my seventh, seventh wow. season, seven seasons of Touch by Prayer. Thank you for having
1: me. It was absolutely, so much
0: fun. Absolutely. And if you guys, like I said, if you'd like to go over to his website, which is AmericanMagamusic.com, you can go and you can download his music. You can go send him a little bit of love. Make sure that you also check into his uh he has a, a show. It's uh, eight o'clock on Pacific Standard uh Pacific Standard Time. It's 11 o'clock here on East Coast. So you definitely want to go and check him out. Channel
1: 130. Channel Coming 130
0: out. on Cloud Hub. So you want to go in and check him out. Send us some love. You can also check him out on D Live. So this was so much fun.
1: I had a blast, man. I Thank had a you blast, for having too. me.
0: Absolutely. All right. Hold Subscribe tight up. to
1: the show. Subscribe to Lisa. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Hold tight, Michael. We're going to say goodbye in just a second, uh, but I'm just going to say thank you guys for, for coming in. Thank you for, for spending this time with us. I know it was a long show, but I just really felt that there were so many things that we needed to, to get out there, to speak, to not be afraid. Don't be afraid to be to say that you love your country. Don't be afraid. Don't let those people tell you to, to muzzle up your mouth and say that you are not a patriot. If you're a patriot, you be proud. You wear your red, white, and blue. You stand up for the things that, that, that our forefathers have paid very dearly for, which is our freedom. So you stand up and do not be afraid because I am telling you that those who stand will be They will be recognized at the end of this, I am telling you. So I hope this has encouraged you. I hope this has put a little bit of a little bit of a back into your step because we are going to hold the line until this thing is finished because I am telling you that God is not done. He's not done with America. He is not done and he is not done with what he has started. So we are going to see greater things are coming. Get prepared because we're about to wake up. It's wake up time. Next week on Touch by Prayer, I have the very, very awesome Brian in Kansas um, Simmons from the Passion Translation. I love Brian Simmons. Come on, the Passion Translation. If you don't have a copy, go get yourself a copy. But we're going to talk about some stuff next week. I'm so excited. But thank you guys for tuning in. God bless you. Have an awesome night.